0: podcast where we can't come up with a decent tagline
1: brilliant <laughs> that's just throwing me <laughs> well we're back in our podcast chairs yeah it's the first time it's the first time in ages that we're actually in the in the podcast chairs in the podcast area um, yeah we don't actually have a studio
0: but we've been doing stuff over your house because uh your wife broke her arm and obviously yes. needed some
1: needs some help throughout healing so i take it she's doing better yeah much better yeah she's on like a, she's got like a She's got a removable one now. She's she? got a removable cast and she's I've also bought her a uh, like a splint um what? A It's designed to go past the elbow. Um but I've just She has got tiny arms. We've just yeah, we just stuck it on here, uh, on, on on the forearm so she can kinda of move her wrist and still be still be okay. So uh, Excellent. So her yeah. uh, so
0: her experience of the NHS hasn't been terrible. No, rubbish. Oh, it has. oh well, I mean it's not it's not
1: <laughs> it's um it's I mean I I guess They've, they've done okay, but it's, you know, and, and she was quite lucky in that it wasn't early on in lockdown. Um, yeah. Uh, but it wasn't, they're not, they're not great um, by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah. And, and she's, she's half Austrian, so she's had, and she's lived in Germany and other places, so she's had Austrian healthcare before, German healthcare before. They're all a bit miles better than anything we get over here. Right. Um, and even hospital to hospital, so when she was younger, she had lots of work done in Great Ormond Street, Yes, um, which is kind of much, much better than anything you get locally. Um, yeah. To the point where she, they couldn't give her a, sprint, a splint. They didn't have any splints. So they had to kind of like cast her arm again and then kind of saw through it and then tape around it and make like one... Make a makeshift, splint, a makeshift splint, out splint out of a could, broken the, cast. The, I can open up and she can pull her arm out, but she can't take it on or off herself. So I had to kind of buy her a, a splint that That's, and they don't, they don't do, they that's don't, crazy. They didn't have splints that kind of covered the wrist. So you know when I, we know when I fractured my Yay, hand, I yeah, The classic
0: wrist. one we you put your thumb through and all yeah, that. Yeah, so they have
1: them that go down to about here, yeah, which is fine if you've got my type of injury. But if you've got like a, a, a wrist fracture, then it needs to go further, further down because she, she had two fractures, so she needed yeah. a longer one. This didn't have them. and they did when she she was a kid because obviously she's broken she's probably broken an arm twenty times before. So. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So you just sourced one yourself. You found something that that worked.
1: Yeah, I, I, I i bought i bought one that i thought was the, about the right measurements this is just on amazon um, yeah and i thought you know what i can i can effectively repurpose that because it's for it's for keeping your elbow straight if so you've got an elbow injury yes. so it kind of go around the you know go around the uh go around the elbow um but we're just going kind to of slid it down and and that works and okay it just works fine yeah but they didn't have anything like that well and the fact that they're like well i'll tell you what we'll put a cast on then we'll cut it then we will i mean that's that's a bodge, and she had to force the issue to get that as well. Because they were saying, yeah, "You need to stay in plaster for another six weeks," and she was saying, "Well, no, no, hang on, if I'm going to plaster for another six weeks, it'll be probably twelve weeks in plaster, I maybe mean, no, even more, fourteen weeks in yeah. plaster." Uh, you know, her wrist is going to seize up. Uh, the bones itself, and you know, even though the, the bones will be healing. If your bones don't move and don't have any pressure on, then they get they, they obviously they stop losing density. density. Yeah, they, they they lose bone density, and her density is only probably ten percent of ours anyway. Yeah. Um, so you want to maintain. So she was saying, no, 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 I need to be able to take, uh, you know, take this off. Um, so she kind of forced the issue, and they kind of did it like a, a box. <laughs> some elastic bands. Yeah, like a blue Peter job. Um, but it's it's fine. It it, it works. But um, but if she hadn't been pushy, then then that wouldn't have happened. Yeah. So you can, you, can, you can often get your way in the NHS if you're pushy and if you're willing to just kind of not, you know, to not take no for an answer. But if you're a bit meek and mild and, and you're see, not like that, you shouldn't have, to, it shouldn't have to be like that.
0: But that sounds, I mean, that, that just sounds like politics and democracy in general, don't you think? That's a little microcosm for the ones who shout the loudest, mm. get their way. That if you were to democratise to democratize everything, then you'd have a meeting and it'd be all the ones that, that again, sh- shouted the loudest in an individual meeting about a subject. I know, and anyone who's been in
1: any meeting at all knows exactly the type of person that they are yeah. that will get their way all don't, the time. And you don't
0: want those people to get their way. No, no, not at all. No, there's a reason for the, um, the checks and balances and hierarchy of, of, a, of a business in order to mm. try and avoid that. And, that. and it doesn't entirely avoid that anyway. There are still the shouting people that people will go along with in those situations that aren't the right people. Well, that's an interesting place to start. I, I, I mean, you know, I've obviously seen you and your wife, and asked about hospital stuff, but
1: not gone into any detail like that. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy what you have to go through just to get anything, just to get anything done. Um, so, are you fitting well now? I know last time, I've,
0: I've been I've been fine the whole time. This is this is a little a little minor outbreak. <laughs> Three positive test results in in our office. Um, so we sent everyone home and obviously at that point I've, I've given people the choice of, you know, I'm I'm not self-isolating. I've not been told to. Track and trace haven't been after me. Um, I don't have any symptoms, uh, but the, you know, the very easy practical thing I could do is just you know, stay away from people for 14 days as a result of that because I was very much in close contact with these, you know, with these three people, um, but now I'm fine. So either I've got, you know, Ironclad T cells that have just battered it away, like Trump, like like Trump. Do you know what? That's what we should. That's what we should say. Our last podcast, Trump cells, was on
1: <laughs> T cells.
0: Brilliant, brilliant. Um, our last podcast was on the day that he announced that he tested positive. Or, or yes, something. he was, and we discussed whether or not um, it was going to be election-changing. What would happen if he died? All this kind of stuff. Uh, and you said. Uh, look he's just gonna bat this away because <laughs> he's Trump because <laughs> that's just what he does um, and lo and behold he did go to hospital or you know the Walter Reed Medical Center do you see the photographs yeah. of, the, of, the, of the kind of apartment that this is amazing <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> yeah is that is that what healthcare should look like <laughs> uh, well in, in, in an ideal world um... for those who pay the most of course. <laughs> well, the same with us. Why I. not? The same with the people who pay the most for their cars have nicer cars than everybody else. Yeah.
0: And, and houses. That, uh, that was the Bentley of, uh, of healthcare, wasn't it? Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, a- a- absolutely. I, Although, um, speak, going back to those photos, because they were, obviously you released the photos, there were a couple of him like kind of signing some sheet of paper, and supposedly a blank sheet of paper, wasn't it? Well, so
0: he did, he did some stuff to camera. Um, he did some
1: he, he did some stuff and then there were the the photo shoot things. Yeah, and there, there, you know, it, it was obviously a photo shoot But I don't think you know It's not like he, he's the first president to ever do a, a staged photo before so. or any politician of course so uh, But there were there were all these leftists on Twitter were saying oh look, look at the EXIF data the metadata on the on the images It shows that they were taken. They were taken 10 minutes apart He had a you know, he changed rooms had a full wardrobe wardrobe change just to prove that he's fit it's well if he's fit enough to do a full wardrobe change in 10 minutes, what does that tell you? <laughs> you know, it's, it's just balmy. It's just like they're, oh my, they, don't, they don't get it at all. They don't really think At least through. he had, at least he had the, the pen top off the pen, though, didn't he? I, I don't know. Why is, is he?
0: Well, I'm it? just thinking of good old Sadiq Khan. How many photo shoots has he done where cause the, where, where he's, still, he's going to sign something and he's, and he's still got the pen lid on? Have you not seen these? I thought this was the thing. The you know, Sadiq Khan photo shoot. He, he went to have some injection or something, and there's still the cap on the on the needle. I mean, everything, everything he does, it's it's staged, but staged really poorly. Oh, I'll have to check those out. I'll yeah, yeah, that. no, that, that stuff does the rounds. Mm. Um, but after that little little scare of him, you know, needing to be
1: medicated, he was whatever. always going to be fine. He was always <laughs> going to be fine. He he's, 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 he tweeted something yes. about do not be afraid of COVID and Twitter censored it. You can't even see it on Twitter unless you click uh, through. There's like an interstitial. It's like right. they, have, they have a warning on there. I was going to say it. they've tagged it. I know that they've tagged it because I I saw that tweet
0: before it got got flagged. Okay? Right. I was sat having my lunch yesterday. Yeah, I think I, I think I
1: retweeted it or put some comment on it.
0: Uh, uh, yeah, only half an hour after we tweeted it and I'm just scrolling through my feed. There he is. And and I immediately I immediately read it out to uh, my wife who I was with. I was like, Trump's just tweeted and he said this, and it was the one that said people die of flu all the time. It's not you know that's normal. All of this, um, we need to get back to normal. And I read it and I went, this could be a turning point right right here. I mean, obviously you can talk about the politics of it, but that's what everyone should be saying. Well, that's. And then less less than a few hours later, and I'm showing it to someone else. And it's got the warning but it's got the warning. don't you love that particular twitter warning the one that says love and hate it <laughs> it the, the one that says um this has been flagged because of um material to do with covid 19 that is misleading but we think it should stay we should we think it should stay here because people need to see it it's like it, it everything that applies to you, you you can't it's in the public interest that everyone sees whether someone is good, bad, a liar. A liar. Like, all of this, why would you want to hold that stuff back? This, this concept that you should remove lies from a platform is bonkers, don't you think? Yeah,
1: because I remember, I remember thinking slightly higher of Mark Zuckerberg when he was saying, you know, no, people have a right to know their politicians are liars, so we're going to leave that stuff up. Yeah. Which is, yeah, fair play. You know,
0: you don't want to- isn't it up to the voters to decide whether they're a liar or not, or if you want to elect them anyway? What if they're both liars?
1: Well, what if, what if one's a liar and one isn't, and then Facebook protects the liar by removing all his lying posts, so the public don't know and they elect him, they unwittingly <laughs> elect a liar, because that's what could happen.
0: I've not thought about that. That's, so that's, that's exactly the scenario. what That's
1: why that's why, why you want that scenario. So you need people to know that they're lying, so that they don't mistakenly elect them, thinking, "Well, there's I haven't seen any lies. They're a perfectly truthful politicians." That's so, the scenario. So spinning that out
0: further, you could have lots of people on the platform saying this guy's a liar, but there would been no proof. <laughs> and so lots of other people would say, "Well, show me what he said." Well he can't because it's been removed because it's a lie. But then you get into the, obviously the you know who watches the watchers. Yeah, and that's scenario. That's kind of, that's the police, please.
1: Yeah, and, and that's just just you know you're going to have conspiracy theories, aren't you? Then um, the, the same people
0: crying foul of Facebook and Cambridge Analytica and, and and Russia, Russia, Russia are the same ones saying shouldn't you be censoring politicians on your
1: platform? You can't have it both ways, can you? Well, they're not they're not thinking it. They're not thinking it through at all. No. So no no more outbreaks at work. No, you've passed it around. You know, you know, you know, Typhoid Mary. (laughs) I I know, obviously, of of that. So presumably, you're COVID Nick now, because the the common, common thread with all these. What are you talking about? I've I've not seen Trump in the last few days. No, no, your office. (laughs) You think that just because you're like the the monkey on outbreak, (laughs) patient zero, patient zero, the carrier. Well, you haven't haven't got it. Well, obviously, we're we're brothers, aren't we? (laughs) are (laughs) brothers are not we obviously the same thing. Anyway, um, Trump saying, not that this is a
0: hoax, not that this is a scam, saying these are the numbers for flu, these are the numbers for Covid, we should probably get used to this. There is nothing, I mean, there is absolutely nothing factually inaccurate in that post. Would, would you agree? Oh, completely, completely. Yeah? So any concept that it might be misleading or anything, I
1: think is is utter nonsense. Um I think it was the do not be afraid bit. I think that's the I think that's the part where it says, do, don't be afraid of COVID. I think that's going triggered trigger but, them. But isn't fear subjective? <laughs> it is, but they want you to be afraid.
0: I, I agree, but how can you put a measure of fear in the definition of it? It's all nonsense, obviously. Uh, it's 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 a a, a personal fact They've probably got an entire team, haven't they? An entire team of people just on Trump's tweets, having a little
1: debate. They probably have a little committee every time he tweets. They have a little meeting <laughs> discussing because it takes a couple of hours normally. Yeah, or well, they they probably they. Well, I, I think I don't think they need wait to for have, the wait for the complaints to come in, which they obviously will. I mean, they can't they can't they can't censor all of his tweets, much as they'd like to. Um, but right, I, I, I don't I don't think. Because I think people, they would lose too much of their market share. I think if they're, you know, he's so popular, right. if they just banned him from the platform, then uh, people would go So, But I think, I don't think they have to have meetings because they all think the same way. <laughs> there's never going to be <laughs> So just take say. it in turns to yeah. ban him. Yeah. I there's, ban no, him. there's no diverse, diversity of thought, is no. there? So I don't no. think you need... But now that Trump's said that,
0: does that help or hinder our cause? Because if Trump says something... Then everyone wants to do the opposite, and he said what we we think is right,
1: what the evidence says. I think it will it will depend on whether he wins the election or not. So if he if he wins the election and he says right, we're scrapping all these restrictions, um yep. and and then America, and there isn't an apocalypse. Yeah, and then America is fine. Then that will be good for the cause. I think if he loses,
0: but can he? This is the thing. Different states have done different things. I don't think he has. The actual
1: power. Nobody can stop all the grants and stuff at a federal level.
0: Yes, and to be fair, he's already. I mean, look, he's quite happy to send a stimulus check to every American. He um, can stop that. N- no, but he's. I'm saying he is happy to do that. At the moment, he's he's in a little battle with Nancy Pelosi. Oh, yeah, I've said, I've seen, I've seen those tweets. Make, make yeah, it, make course. it just, make it just a stimulus check. I'll pass that right now. Okay. Uh, now that's that's a that's a big status thing to do. Um, but it's still not as big, you know. We we're talking relative terms. You know, the, the, the package that they want to pass is full of rubbish, and he's saying, "Oh no, you want to help Americans? We'll send them some money." So he's—I think he's playing the politics um, pretty well, even if it's obviously not what—not what we would do.
1: Can you can you imagine though if if Boris Johnson wasn't, uh, you know, I mean, it, Trump has probably got twenty years on Boris Johnson.
0: Yes, I think almost exactly. Yeah,
1: but he's clearly fitter yeah you know if boris wasn't and you know it wasn't obese and 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 the layabout he could have batted COVID away or you know not even got i don't think trump got got COVID. i think he had sars CoV two. yeah and that's a mild got. reaction yeah and that, that's as far as it got and i think he
0: milked it for all it's worth um i don't particularly believe the uh, the conspiracy that he just didn't have it at all um but um but i think he was like oh yeah 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 i've got a bit of a got a bit of a sniffles down we go i mean the fact the fact that he was in there for, what, 48 hours or whatever. Um, uh, you know, the, the people in my office have, in quotes, suffered for longer than that with their cold-like symptoms. Mm. Uh, you know, one of them had as much as a fever.
1: <laughs> but can you, can you, I mean, that's what Boris should have done. Can you, that would have been amazing if Boris would have got it and, and, and been fine. And then, you know, instead... Shoulda, shoulda woulda, coulda. Um, it, you know, he's afraid for his life and we get, you know, months and months. And do you think that's out. what it is? Do you think this all comes back because he'd already
0: done the lockdown but do you think it continuing and getting more draconian and him being fearful and him being led in that way if you think that's that's what's happening? Do you think that all stems from him having it and being scared?
1: I think that's I think he's got lots of people who just want these draconian you know laws and restrictions yep. and uh, you know I think that there are lots of people like that around him. But because, he, he, because he's still afraid, he's just, you know, he's not going to go any other way. He has changed, hasn't he? He has, and I think, you know, to, I remember, I think I mentioned it before, that I had swine flu about kind of 10 years or so ago, and that knocked me for six for a good couple of weeks. But then after that, I'd, you know, I'd kind of go back to work again, but I, I was just shattered in the evening. But I was commuting to London and stuff, so I had long You anyway. You had long flu, it's just it's just the fatigue you get after having the flu. Post spiral fatigue. Yeah, so but you know, I had it after uh, mononucleosis. Clenched fever. fever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, and it just you know, you are building your, it takes a while to build your immune system back up. You're still kind of fighting everything You've off. You've got to push yourself, but not push yourself too hard. That's the thing. And I kept maybe pushing myself a little bit too hard and then having like a couple of days off work again and then Yeah. So it, it kind of took me a while. And I wasn't kind of really training down the gym or anything because I didn't have any energy. Um, and it, it knocks you for six, um, and that was just kind of you know normal, normal flight, my place basically the same as normal flu uh,
0: No, well, according to Ferguson, you and lots of other people should have died.
1: Oh, Two hundred fifty thousand <laughs> thing, wasn't it? Swine yeah, flu. exactly, exactly. Um, You're the only person I know who had it. Yeah, well, my, my, my entire office had it. The whole place, just, you know, as soon as one person got it, that was it. The whole place was out for like weeks. You know, would be really. Yeah, yeah, it got passed around the office. So. You- you were the monkey in that case. No, no, no. I wasn't the first. I wasn't the first to get it. I was... Uh, well, no, the monkey doesn't get ill. <laughs> right. Yes, that's true. That's why I'm the monkey. Um, but, yeah, so these things take time. And, obviously, he was... You know, he's not a... And, I, you know, I was a fit and healthy... You know, I was probably 30, 31 at the that's, time. Well, that's, that's a pretty good age to get anything. Um, you know, and he's... You know, Boris is in his early 50s. And he's not fit in his early 50s either. You know, you watch him kind of lumbering around. He's, uh, he's not a fit. I don't go cycling and stuff, but he's not—he's not a fit man.
0: He's lost a, a chunk of weight, but not enough that you notice. And he's still fat. And this is my point: he's there going, "I've lost twenty-two pounds or whatever," and it's like, from where? Yeah, as a as a
1: percentage, that's nothing. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. Um, he's a big guy. Um, have you seen anything of his conference speech? Obviously the. The political conferences have just been all virtual, so it's completely nonsense. No, I
1: couldn't bring myself to.
0: Oh, neither and I. Don't don't get me wrong. To, to I've, watch not, it. I've not watched any of it. I have I just, just kind of seen sit there with
1: like clenched fists, just getting wound up whenever I. When you imp- read a quote, Hancock, you know, Sunak. Commander Sunak. Yeah, what do you, what do you think
0: of the stuff that he has said? though? because obviously you've had the gist.
1: Well, that, so. I mean, the one thing that stuck out to me was that he didn't he say something like, by this time next year, it will all be fine, and regardless, we'll just have to live with it by then.
0: Why can't we live with it now? He 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 said all the
1: logic that you know for next year could could be applied right now. He He said that that we'll be cheek by jowl at the
0: conference in a year's time. That there will be no social distancing in a year's time.
1: Tell me what's going to happen between now and then. I mean, we've got we've got there's sixty six million people in Britain, just under three thousand people in hospitals, so about two thousand eight hundred. I checked the figures earlier on. I think that's there's something like million.
0: two people per hospital.
1: Yeah, that's not yeah, a lot. Yeah, I, I saw that statistic. Not it's not
0: a lot, and it's it's not climbing particularly rapidly. It's not, or it's or it's leveling out. You know, that that that's it. Well, but we, it's turned into case stemic hasn't it? It's turned into just. Bump the numbers up. Look at the numbers as much as possible. You know, you've got universities where they're testing. Why the hell are they testing all of the students in a university? Why are they testing any of them? And did you see a ninety percent asymptomatic? Ninety percent.
1: Yeah. Well, I I think that's probably because ninety percent are false positives and don't actually have it. Well, quite. quite And and if you, um, and and even the ones who are. Or they did have it, and it's dead RNA. You know. And even even the ones who are symptomatic, have you seen some of the warnings on these tests that say we cannot distinguish between this and the common cold? I've seen that. And I've there, also there are, seen there, that debunked there, there are, as well. There, there are different sorts of tests. So that,
0: yeah, I'm not I'm not sure about that one. That right. one that one hasn't passed the Nick Elliott fact check yet, um, but I'm I'm aware of that's been doing the rounds. Um, but I mean, yeah. Obviously, there's the you know the mask boxes and stuff that says "does not protect against
1: SARS-CoV-2" and stuff like this. Um, but yet you still true. <laughs> yeah. it's a it's a virus. Um, that can get it's a thousand times smaller than a bacteria, which is what these things are designed uh, to. water droplets, water droplets. Appar- <laughs> I have... So I heard this this great fact. Apparently, so you know, obviously, when you breathe in a mask, yeah. then you know, it so you know, you produces a, a really nice um, condition for a virus to live in. Aside from that, so normally when you breathe and you breathe out, and your breath will go like a certain distance, I yeah. still think it's more than two metres. You know, think how, if you think if you watch on the smoke, how far it goes. But the thing is, you can't see it. There's, there's a lot of tiny things that go a long way. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. aside from that, but what happens when you have a mask? Is it? It goes like that and like that. It goes out, but it's like you know when you have your finger over the hose to make it go. <laughs> it's like that. So you're covering your mouth, and, and and now your breath is shooting miles because it's like concentrated. So, well, and the people that you're and the you're, people to the side of you exa- are getting exa- absolutely exa- blasted. Ex- exactly.
0: Um, no, it's all nonsense. But I, I actually had someone engage with me yesterday um, uh, when I I trotted out my standard line. Um, is about your trousers. <laughs> I trotted down my standard line, uh, trotted might not be the right word, which is, uh, uh, masks stop a virus like my trousers stop a fart. I worked hard on that phrase and getting it just so, and I must have tweeted that in reply now a good ten times to people over the last couple of months, uh, since the mask since the mask kind of came out. Um, and, uh, and Somebody's finally bitten. Now, somebody has finally, finally bitten. And uh, and I honestly, started getting into the pseudoscience of defining what a fart is. I mean, it's just just brilliant. A fart is volatile particles, and, <laughs> and all this. Then 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 accused me of being a bedwetter and saying no no you know, the 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 answer you want is that your trousers will stop you pissing yourself. Um, but not yeah, it's, because of water droplets and all this. Like, have you have you seen that? What are you talking? About? That
1: is one of my. Have you seen that meme that they have put where there's the guy who's like you've got two naked people, one of them's peeing on the other, and then have you not seen this? No. it's my favourite. Right, so this this is what people send you when you when you say you don't want to wear a mask. They'll send they'll send you this meme, and it's like two not stick men, but this kind of two cartoon characters. Right. And there's the one the one on the the left hand side is peeing on the guy on the right. And it's all about my mask protects you and not me. So it's like, and then, so the, the, the point they're both naked to start off with, and this guy's getting covered with pee. And then the next one is the guy on the right-hand side is wearing trousers, and it's like it's protecting you a little bit, but not very much. And then the, the last one is where they're both wearing trousers, and the guy's standing there peeing himself with his trousers on. It's so like these are the mask wearers, are they? They're the sorts of people who just pee in their hell. trousers. They just—they're just, they're not thinking these things through. No, no, not at
0: all. Let alone, let alone that. Um, this is it. Probably is aerosolised, okay, and that's not the same as being passed in water droplets. No, it is.
1: It absolutely is.
0: So, and and I know, that, you know even the CDC keep sitting on the fence over whether this is the case, um, but it's it's highly likely that, like most respiratory viruses, it's airborne. And so all of the things you just said there, and you know the the, the fact that you can still breathe through the mask, let alone it'll come out everywhere, um, means it's got
1: nothing to do with you know droplets. Well, look at so look at look at Switzerland, where they, yep. you know, they're, they're, each different canton has their own laws, right. and there's no difference. Some have mask mandates, some don't. Nothing. It's made no difference well, at all.
0: Let alone the fact that there's absolutely no change in flu deaths. Um, at all uh, and everyone got a cold when the kids got back to school. So uh, none of it works. I mean you can actually say that, that that either people have stopped hand washing, social distancing, cleaning surfaces. I mean think of all the Covid secure nonsense okay. think of, Think about the fact that Businesses now wiping things down, they've got one way systems, they've got changing a cohorts of staff, they've got you standing in stupid queues or being outside, they've got you taking things off of trays so they don't touch me, all of this nonsense. And just like always happens, towards the end of the summer holidays, the cold started coming out, and then the moment all the kids went back to school,
1: everyone got cold. Yeah, and everyone's immune system was going to be even worse than normal um, because they've had six months of being isolated instead of, you know, instead, instead of kids just being around a handful of friends instead of an entire school for six weeks, yeah. they've had about like six months.
0: Yeah, so it's, it's all nonsense. Well, that's just a standard podcast for us then, saying about how nonsense it is. <laughs> Where do we go from there?
1: Uh, so I had some other things that I don't want to talk about. Um, Covidy things? No, no, not Covidy things. Um, Let's talk uh, about them. Marxism things. Not maskism. Not, mas- not cultural maskism. Real um, maskism has never been tried. Um, but it's socialism and, and okay. kind of arguments against against socialists. Um, so I've, I've seen a few people recently tweet about, as you always do, you always get these numpties, uh, tweeting about how people are underpaid. Um, and you know the, the theory is that I am, you am, you, know, are, you are. Everyone is. Well, you know, for, for, if so, everyone wants to be paid more. Wants to be paid more. Yeah, that's the thing. If you're, if that, you're then, but that that is literally their definition, though, isn't it? Well, so having have, having asked them, their definition is. So, and this is this is classic, classic Marx. Yeah, mar, I keep want to say <laughs> Marxism, Marxism. this is classic Marxism in that labour so, theory of value. Basically, yeah it's it's not as it's not it, you don't need to go into it as in depth of that. but Just zero profit. Yeah, so if you if a company makes something, let's say you're in a factory full of pencils, it's always pencils. It's always pencils. <laughs> you're, you're in a factory full of you know that makes pencils, and let's say if I let's just say that let's make it simple. Let's say you are making the whole of the pencil, so you're not making a bit of the pencil that gets put together because that will complicate. Let's say you're making the whole of the pencil, and you make a certain number of pencils per day, yep. and the uh, you know you're getting paid a certain amount and the difference are you mining the graphite yourself sorry i'm not going to complicate this carry on you're just making bloody pencils okay? <laughs> however however it is um so the number of pencils that you make in a day get sold and you'll get you're paid at like a, a certain rate and, ob- and obviously the rate that you're paid is not the same amount as the uh as, as the number of pencils um so that excess value that's that's you're being underpaid there's, there's there's a value difference and to the marxist what excess value Profit, right, on the on the on the selling of the pencils. On the selling of the pencils, sure. the pencils make the pencils make a certain yeah. amount of money. Yeah. So so yep. you, you make ten pencils a day. Yeah, uh, you know, ten pencils are sold for X, but we only pay you half X.
0: Are you taking into account the costs of the factory and all of that kind of stuff as well? Are you, are you simplifying there?
1: So they. This or, is. This are is what, they? This, this is what I'm leading on to. So, <laughs> so according to them. Sorry for asking constructive questions. In, 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 according to them, you should be asked. You should be kind of paid that whole, you know, whole amount of profit. So, and normally the way I tend to argue this is that, uh, you know, is is that I, I say that Marxists are only looking at one side of things. Yeah. So Yes. You know, an employer, employ I employ you in my pencil factory. Let's just say. Yeah. Um, and I pay I pay you fifteen pounds an hour. Yeah, and their argument is, well, you are worth more than fifteen pounds an hour um, to me. Otherwise, I wouldn't employ you. Yep, of course. Yep, that, that's absolutely right. Uh, and they said, well, okay. So if you're if you're worth twenty pounds an hour for me, I should pay you that twenty pounds. I shouldn't be making a profit out of you. Right. But that's just very one-sided. The other side is obviously your time is worth less than fifteen pounds an hour to you. Otherwise, you wouldn't do it. Yes. So yes. you're actually getting a good deal out of your employer. You're
0: both getting a
1: good deal. It's a win-win situation. That's the way I normally explain these things. Yes. Um, but the other thing, I, I, the other way I kind of wanted to do, the, the way I, the thing I wanted to point out, and you were alluding to that earlier, Sorry. is that that's fine. Um, so let's say you, you know you're making pencils or, 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 or whatever. Um, you know the, the value of the pencil at the end of the day, even even if you're even if you are making the every price single pencil. Of the pencil. Sorry, I just want to make sure we get the terms right here. You're, you're... yeah, okay, that, that, that's fine. I mean, I, I, I was, I was talking about the, the, the value from the, the profit. Um, okay, okay. It, it, to me, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's, even if you're making all the pencils yourself. Yeah. Um, and you know, you, 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 get, you get given the, maybe you get given the graphite and the wood and whatever. But you're making all the pencils yourself. Yeah. And there's a there's an amount of profit at the end of it. To the Marxist, that should be all yours because you're yep. making all those all those pencils. But what, who's who's to say that that profit is just because you're making that? You couldn't do it on your own. What about the what about the land that you're on and the and the factory that you're in and the the capital goods that the the factory owner who's, has paid for the the reputation that he's probably it might be a business that's a hundred years old. Yep. Who's yeah, who's going to sell it? All, there, all of these so things. Um, yeah. So it's just the, the the idea that you should have all of that. Well, let's go let's go further. Uh, what if there's a downturn in pencils? What if
0: what if uh, uh, you know nobody's using pencils for 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 a bit? Everyone's bought too much. Um, are you gonna still get paid your salary for a bit while the the company rides it out because they're forecasting demand or maybe they got it wrong?
1: Um, you know, or, there's, or, or there's... even or even let's say let's say we um, uh, we're farmers, okay? Well, I'm I'm a farmer, uh, and Nick, I want you to come and work on my farm. Yeah. we're gonna be growing. Carrots. Yeah, in my carrot farm. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be a lot of work, and it's going to take us a while. We first we need to. The land isn't very very good, so we need to work the land. Yes. And we need to get it into a position where we can start planting the carrots. It's going to take five years. Yes. Um, I can give you all the profit of all the carrots in five years' time if you yeah. help me, or I can give you a wage. What would you prefer? Yeah. Exactly. So the kind of standard it, time preference stuff. It, exactly.
0: It's there's there's that um, whatever it's called, like sweat investment or whatever. Um, and, uh that obviously entrepreneurs do business owners do um but they, they take all of the risk they take all of the risk the the only risk to the employee is that they won't have a job i mean it's still a risk uh, and then you know they are they are relying on good risk management and sound practices of the business owner and and them' able to to pivot if nobody's buying pencils anymore then you want that business owner to uh, repurpose and start making something else you know um, wooden rulers or something it, yeah. it, exactly. Um, um, but the point is that they have to do that the the, the worker doesn't get to do that um, so there's yeah, if you want if you want some of the risk you've got to if you want sorry if you want all the reward you've got to take all the risk it's nonsense
1: So yeah I just wanted to we haven't talked about that for a I like while that kind of stuff so I wanted just to kind of debunk the absolute madness um I mean Mar- you know marxism is just so one sided it's just all about you know you know if you're a worker and you're you're employed um, then obviously you're the, you're the underdog but you know there're so many so many dark things about it you know so you know obviously my my boss makes profit out of me and so yep. and so he should you know otherwise yep. why, what am i there for yeah um so, you know, so there's, there's obviously excess value there, you know, to, to use their, their own terms. Might, so I don't like the term, but I'll go with it. You know, there's profit there that my company is making out of me. Um, but who who makes more out of me, my boss or the government? Yeah, I can, I can tell you, <laughs> right? I can tell you at the start <laughs> that the amount I, I pay in tax. I mean, I had to I had to pay my corporation tax the other day um, for the final time.
0: I was about to say, because obviously there's a lag. Yeah, you no, you've you've been full time oh, this now. this year's
1: been this has been awful because I've had to. Uh, I've obviously kind of. I mean, I, can you I had, do
0: some jiggery pokery to lessen it? Is there?
1: Not not really, because it's like because it, it is done for, from 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 last year. So yeah, I've had to, I've yeah, had you to, have to plan ahead. I've had to. I, yeah, I, I've had to plan ahead, and obviously I've been paying. You know, since I got the permanent job, uh, I've been paying, kind of paying tax every month and P-A-Y-E, also I'll, I'll, yes and also I've got these kind of huge chunks so I paid my corporation tax which is just under 30 grand um, yeah. uh, a few days ago at the end of September and I had like you know had like a bunch in January and there's another yeah. there's, there was another lot of tax I should have paid in July um, but I didn't uh, because you have the option to, because of covid you have the option of oh, delay it so right. I'm going to delay it and get the interest of my in, in you know I'll get the interest myself and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. pay in January um, but yeah I've been paying you know 50 60 grand a year in tax yeah. um you know yeah. my, my, my boss doesn't make, doesn't make that out of me but, th- but that, that's fine to the marxist they're fine with the state making money out of you um but just not not your boss that, that's that that's, that's a, because we're spending it to make everyone equal you know I'm, I'm 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 you know my contract with me and the company or me and my boss is a voluntary you know is, is a voluntary contract yeah according it's to the, two-sided it's a win-win situation. He's happy. I'm happy according to the to the Marxist or the socialist I'm being exploited by him yet. I'm not being exploited by the government for 60 grand a year It's it's.
0: I do I do like that. That's a good I've never heard it expressed that way I like I like that because obviously we we talk all the time about the the lack of social contract the lack of any contract You know you can't you can't go back to the government You can't go back with any public service and go I wasn't happy with that or I didn't get delivered what I should Can I have my money back, please though those rights just don't exist tax is taking and never giving (laughs) Uh, so I I like that I I must admit um, I think it was when so um, uh, Ambassador Sunak was he gave this conference speech I think a few days ago or something uh, before Boris Boris is always the last the leader is always the last one isn't it and again didn't watch any of it but someone says to me so he said taxes have definitely got to go up and it's like I mean, I mean of course I mean I've been saying even even my son knows that his children paid for our meals in August <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm, I am I am using this opportunity to educate my children on on real-world economics uh, and certainly the the tax and spend system of government um, uh, that was a great conversation to have <laughs> what do you mean daddy that our grandchildren are famous Um But when when Sunak said taxes have to go up something just clicked in my brain and for the last few days ever since then there's been this thing just niggling me in the back of my mind saying to me whatever it costs go and avoid as much tax as possible go and spend money in order to (laughs) adopt any of these these schemes, these any do whatever you can. It is morally right for you to do whatever you can to avoid paying the government, of course, as much tax as possible. But 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 to that to that you know not just simple stuff. I'm talking you know stupid schemes and you know constantly being in court and all all of it. And I am totally up for it now. I want to minimize my tax to whatever extent I can. And and I'm properly going to look into that, along with, you know, along with the company, because why wouldn't you? I, don't, I want no part in it. If, if, you, were to, if you were to look, let, let's say, it's never going to happen by the way, but let's say that the government or a future government turned around and said, you know what, that government got it all wrong. We got it all wrong. These were the wrong policies. Uh, and I'm not just talking about the opposition coming in and saying, well, we wouldn't have done it like that. But I'm saying that all of the I mean, it's there right now, the facts are there right now, but if, it, to, to come out and say, we shouldn't have done that, it, it didn't work, and now we're not going to do it anymore. But by the way, this is how much it cost. To have not agreed with it, to have not consented to it, for it to have happened, for it to have been proved wrong, and I've still got to pay for it? And my children and my children's children have got to pay for it. We're going to be paying it for the next hundred years or something.
1: Well, yeah, I think I think I mean, we've only just finished playing paying off all the World slave War ships One. And, uh,
0: well, yes, uh, you know, was 2015 that was twenty fifteen or something, wasn't it? That, that's right. And how that, long ago that, was that? That's right. You and I have been paying off slavery exactly. And so I want I
1: want nothing to do with it. <laughs> I've been I've been trying to figure out where I want to live aside from from yeah. Britain because there's there's uh,
0: it, me too uh, that's a common thing i think now what what are your what are your general ideas switzerland could, is one for me Swi- switzerland when we have actually got some friends there which could which could help
1: Yeah, switzerland doesn't doesn't seem too bad it's um and i guess it would be yeah i mean because because i could i could feasibly work anywhere for my company at the moment and we've got within we, a certain number of time zones or because
0: um, to me, it's it's going to be really annoying if I'm five hours behind or ahead.
1: Yeah, I mean, it could, it, it would, it would, it would be annoying. I need I to be
0: t- kind of European.
1: Europe, probably. Europe, probably. I, I mean, I mean Af- Af- right Africa's out. fine. Yeah, uh, but you know, <laughs> um, but even even if I kind of change company or whatever, I'm, you know, I mean, you're on Brooks in where is he? Somewhere like Puerto that, Rico, Puerto Rico, isn't he? I mean, that yeah. sounds that sounds quite tempting. I've still got, I still quite like, I still quite like places in, in Mexico. Um, the who's the Sharan? Uh, you should you should move to Sharan. <laughs> um, Please listen to our other episode for many a month ago on Sharan. Um, Jeff Berwick, who's also done, he's also done sort of a couple of great podcasts on Sharan, um, and he he does he's on the Anacast podcast, which is uh, fantastic, um, and is on YouTube as well. Um, but he lives in he lives in Mexico, um, right? And he, he, he 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 kind of he sorts out the Anacapulco. And kind of brilliant, isn't polka, what a name! <laughs> it's brilliant, isn't it? That's good. We've got to, we've, one one year. We've got to go there. Yeah, it's all kind of you know, voluntarists and anarchists and libertarians and people who get together, get smashed. And when I go on
0: a plane without a mask on, yeah, then I'm leaving the country.
1: But yeah, so he 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 lives in Mexico and he 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 quite he quite likes it there. Um, and he he like he lives in a. I mean, obviously, he's he's quite well off, um, and he but he lives in a neighbourhood where I think everyone's kind of like minded, and so they don't look, right. they, they don't let the police in. Sounds <laughs> like watcharan. Yeah, you know they, they don't they don't you know on on his like, little estate or whatever they're like right. no, no, you're not coming in here. Um, has he got private security then? I I, As in, in order to front off with the police? I mean, I imagine <laughs> so. I imagine they've all got guns anyway. Yeah, um, and they just don't you know they don't want don't. Want did I at all. so? Did I tell you?
0: Just this is on the theme of leaving the country and moving living somewhere else. Did I tell you what um what my wife's threshold was for, for leaving the country? Did I tell you that? This is it like a,
1: a tax rate threshold. <laughs> 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 if only. Um
0: This was how bad does it have to be before we upsticks? Right. Before Kids
1: wearing falls to a master's school.
0: I don't no, I don't I don't think we'd leave the country over there. You just home school, I guess. It, exactly. You see well, what I'm getting at? Okay, there. Yeah. there is a there is a workaround for a number of things. I mean, I, would, I wouldn't send them, I wouldn't let them put masks on them and then if they sent them home then yes, they wouldn't go to school. Uh, I, I would start a school, <laughs> yeah, or it wouldn't be called a school because <laughs> if schools had to, yeah, you, you get the idea. Um, no, uh, no, my wife said um, a law on dissent. She said the moment that's passed
1: it's kind of there. Well,
0: and we've had this You're discussion. You're not allowed to protest. You're not allowed to protest. We've had this discussion, and we've also said that you know you've got the Ofcom guidance, and you've got um, like Twitter and uh, and Facebook and YouTube and everything censoring stuff on 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 the coronavirus and COVID related things. But she said no, specifically dissent against the government, and I said, "All oh, right, this is like." Uh, we did a podcast beginning of last year, was it? On the People's Democratic Republic of wherever. Um, was it Vietnam we did?
1: Was that last year or was that this year? Was that this year? It might have been this year.
0: D- this year feels long, so it could have been the
1: turn of this year. Was it Was it Vietnam? Yes, when they because uh, the 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 minister went over there and said, oh yeah, look look at this fantastic contract we signed and it's an example of freedom. Freedom on the internet and
0: uh, uh, and they and they, they passed a law banning dissent uh, against the government and so that's that's what my wife said was it if that if that's happened and she said because they, she pointed at me she said, because they will cart you away. <laughs> She was, she was very specific <laughs> that I would not be able to hold back from dissent against the government because I kind of do it all day long. <laughs> uh, so that's, that's when uh, the house goes on the market. That's when that's when we up sticks and, <laughs> and leave. But then there was all this talk and they've, they've kind of... Do
1: you want to fetch some glasses? Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: They've kind of squashed it a little bit, which is um, the, uh, the vaccine certificates or whatever... Have you, have you
1: seen anything about this? Yeah, I've, I've heard that if you don't want to carry a certificate around, you can get a number on your arm. So you you pour out some scotch. What this you is all? this is the the Devron. Don't think I've had that. It's you know the strange strange kind of blue opaque bottle that I that I, I showed you. It was okay. it was in it, I saw it in Waitrose and I hadn't seen it before, so I thought I'd give it a go. Right. That's not too bad.
0: Okay. Right. Um, so uh, I think Maybe. we we have just, we have had these glasses before, but do you recognise? Do you recognise these
1: glasses? Yes, only because you t- I didn't. They're they're. Um, oh, what is it's the, the devil drinks out of these, doesn't he? Lucifer. Lucifer, Lucifer glasses. Yeah. Yeah. I've got the. Uh, shall I show? Shall I show our uh, our special frame? Show our listeners on iTunes. And do you know what?
0: <laughs> it's empty. It's empty. This did this did have Occantoshen in it. Right. Uh, so this is yeah. This is the this is the the Lucifer um, set of uh,
1: set of set of glasses. Okay. So to uh, dissent against the government. Absolutely. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, so you can't, you can't. I needed that. Yeah, it's not bad, is it? Yeah. So yeah, you can't protest now. And, what, and, all, you know, and, and what's kind of worse is that the laws are you can't protest against anything, but they're letting everything go except... Protesting, protesting against, against the government, not protesting <laughs> exactly. or masks or whatever, you know, whether it's, whether it's wearing masks or any kind of lockdown restrictions.
0: So going back to the idea that you might need some kind of vaccine passport, okay, that you might not be let on a plane
1: mm-hmm.
0: unless you've got some kind of official government certificate saying um, uh, that you uh, that you've had the vaccine, and and so that was the next part of the conversation I had with with my wife. She said, well, what if what if they do that then we can't leave because um, we will have to have the vaccine and you know we don't want the vaccine you know what if it's dangerous um, or whatever and I said well this is where um, this is this this is what happens in these situations okay and this is this is what happens with authoritarian governments okay we'd get one on the black market this is where we'd, we'd go and get a forgery what, what would happen is is that people who wanted to leave the country would be able to pay, and let's face it, I would reach into my pocket and I would pay thousands of pounds for four pristine looking certificates that were officially government stamped that said we'd had the vaccine. And then that would allow us to leave the country. Yeah, of course. So I've got it all planned. <laughs> I've got our escape route planned. I just don't know where to go. And, I mean, it's horrible. I mean, I think we should we should just touch on this for the moment. We're... I don't think you and I have seriously
1: considered leaving the country, really, before. I I haven't because of mainly because of family, to be honest. Um, I could co- this is the other thing I we've could, got to take everyone. Yes, for sure. I mean, I could I, could, cause I, I mean, Julie would be better in a hot climate or, or a slightly hotter country. Mm. Um, so you know, it would be great if we could move somewhere. Close you know. to the equator, yeah. I mean, south of France or something like that, you yes. know, or, or you know, or Spain or whatever. I mean, obviously, they're probably not the best places to, to move to, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I what get what I'm you're saying. saying. Um, so yeah, somewhere like that. But I, I didn't want to, you know, I, I wouldn't want to leave you and and, and 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 this is it. And everybody else, our, our parents and and others,
0: brother absolutely number three and yeah, exactly. Even brother number three. So that I mean that that's the issue. It's it, it's you know it's where isn't it, um, but.
1: But people are definitely having these conversations, and
0: and this is it. I've never, I've never, because I think I've, in in the past, I'd i dropped it in and I'd said, sometime probably in the last two years, probably said to my wife, "What would it take?" Just had a little thought experiment. What would it, What would the government have to do for you to leave? And she's oh, yeah, I don't know." But ne- the point is, she's now had that serious discussion with herself, and what it, it it'd be horrible. I mean, let's be very clear, this is
1: leaving your homeland. I mean, leaving, it would, it it would place. feel like you are you are being forced out of your home. Yeah, instead. and it
0: would feel like you are, I think, homeless for a long, long time and maybe forever. And that's not to say that where you go wouldn't be necessarily well, you know, not welcoming to you, um, that you wouldn't be able to make a nice life, um, but there would be something that made you feel uh, always... That you were forced out, that you had to abandon your life and all the things that you you know that you hold dear. Um, we are, we are somewheres, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we we like where we live. That's why we live here, and we've lived here for a long time. Um, and it's not to say you don't you know travel and look around and go. This might be a nice place.
1: And it it would be completely different if we were millionaires and and you know and we could just kind of have you know houses elsewhere and, it, we, and we could just afford to go back and forth whenever yeah. we wanted, whereas yeah. we're you know we're not rich people we would have to move in and that would be it you know you you might visit once or twice a year and that's it yes and you, the, you know and that's you not see, green England again. Well, but you might roughly. but you might never come back, mm. you know
0: that that's a, there's a very real possibility that you might never come back, um, and I, I suppose my conversations have turned into. I, I never thought, I mean obviously this is the case. Never thought that we would live through a truly oppressive regime. You know, everyone thought that the UK uh, was somehow <laughs> immune.
1: So this is this is this is classic Hayek. Um, if you read the yes. you know, Roads to Serfdom uh, and some of the other stuff, he talks about. You know, there's this. There's this. There's this idea that it won't happen in Britain because of the British and that it happened yes. in Germany because of, because of the, it can't happen of, here. you know, because of the, some kind of, you know, culture or the, the Germans are just different from us. Um, Pure evil. It's, you know, it's it's absolute, it's absolute rubbish. You know, he kind of, he kind of. Yeah, he kind it of can happen anywhere. On, um, I think, so just, just moving, in, move, moving on, but, but still on the same subject. And I, I I've just. People watching this will, will, will have seen me kind of. flicking You weren't through, being rude. Flicking through my phone, but I was trying to find Trying to find this quote, and so I've, I've been I've been rewatching the X Files recently. Oh yeah, you mentioned this. Um, so I, I mean, I, I've I'm, been rewatching Friends of all things because it's a long time ago, it's not quite real, and it's easy watching. Well, yeah, so I, I I remember watching it in the you know kind of the early '90s, and, uh, and I've always loved the X Files, uh, and I've tried to get Julie to watch. We it watched a it of times. first
0: when we got cable for the first time. Do you remember that? Yeah, would been, Sky One. It
1: would have been like 93, 94, something I think. like that, yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, so we're, we're, we're watching it. And I've, I've, I've kind of re watched re-watched them maybe once since. Yeah. Or, or, or some of them. And I've tried to, to get Julie to watch it, but she's like, nah, I'm not really interested for some reason. But And she loves all this kind of stuff. She loves anything about aliens, paranormal, and, yeah, yeah. all that kind of stuff normally. This time she's like, oh, this is actually very good. Violence. And you've literally been watching it so from episode from the, 1. From the beginning, from the pilot. Where all he's spraying through. the X on the ground. Yeah, that's, <laughs> the one. that's What's happening there? Well, maybe nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, right from the pilot and we're, we're kind of, we're getting towards the end. Is it, we haven't done it for that long. We're getting towards the end of season two now. We, we're watch an episode a night, one or two episodes a night. But there was one in uh, in the beginning of season two where they're kind of conducting an experiment where um, people are kind of getting messages on their on their kind of alarm clocks and digital displays and yes. they've got elevated um, levels of adrenaline and stuff. They're conducting this experiment and it's all about fear. And there's a quote from Voices, you know because they're saying why you know, why they're doing this. And his, his quote is, Fear, it's the oldest tool of power. If you're distracted by fear of those around you, it keeps you from seeing the actions of those above. Oh, brilliant. I'm, I'm getting kind
0: of... Goosebumps! Just saying that it's, it's a fantastic. I mean, it's quote. incredibly well written, but
1: yeah. And that you know that that's a, and people have known about that for for a long time. You know that's not that's that's nothing no. new. Um, but we've what, got it in practice right now. Be fearful of the person near you. Okay, but I so they they've been so clever, about it, they. <laughs> it's, you it's, know, you know what's happened now. It's what I think. Why things have accelerated so much is that. In the last six months or so, fear has become a virtue. The more afraid you are, the more virtuous you are. I'm I'm wearing a mask and goggles and I'm not going out of my house because I'm afraid for my life. I'm the most virtuous. Yeah, you know, we talked about masks being virtue signals, but yeah, fear yeah. itself is now seen to be a virtue. If you're not afraid, like you're right, that, that we're, we're the worst kind of people to you know, to, to the to the to those or we're who we're dangerous fear. according to them. So fear is now a virtue and that's how that, that's how things have just kind of just I was, was gonna say dropped off a cliff and I'm drawing this.
0: Ramping up, yeah. <laughs> Ramping
1: up, but um, you see what I'm saying.
0: I no, I absolutely do. And the conversations I've been having are around um, Cold War stuff really, yeah, you, know, you know, if you did live in East Germany or um, Eastern Europe, you know, well, the Heimann- similarities
1: with like kind of people snitching on each other
0: and never knowing who's yes. working for the state. Yep. Yep. Uh, and I guess there are people alive, obviously, right now that went through that, uh, which is why I, uh, in, uh, to me, I've got in my back pocket Eastern Europe as a place to go because they've got a recent memory of this, and so they're not as likely to go down that. Sure, yeah, down partic- that particularly route. places
1: like, like Lithuania and and like Poland, of course. Well,
0: Estonia um, have got a they certainly had a very simple tax regime um, before, um, if you remember. Um, I think we did, We talked about that. We did, yeah. Then, they they tweeted a bit, but it was very, you know, low and flat taxes. Yeah. Um, Poland, obviously, they had, they, had, they had the worst of it in
1: World War II. They, yes. they, they escaped the fascists and they, they come under communist rule for, you know, for decades. Yeah, exactly. So They've they had, had enough of all kinds of totalitarianism.
0: But I'm interested in um, what the parents told their children while they were growing up. If you know you you exist and you live in this totalitarian regime, um, and d- yeah, whether it's fascist, communist, who cares? You're, you're under the thumb of the state. Um, you're in fear for your life in case you dissent. And what do you tell your kids? Do you tell your kids that that's what they're growing up in? Do you tell them, by the way, this isn't normal. And, and hopefully one day we'll get out of this, but just keep still? Do you, do you bring them up? To be ready to live outside of that, and and to always be ready, just in case they've either got to run or in case freedom takes hold and they are liberated, or do you say, no, this is normal for your own good? This
1: is normal. Well, see, I've I've thought about this a lot, and what what you know, it's like what, building in Stockholm
0: syndrome into.
1: Yeah, one of, one of the things I've thought about is that would I do? You know, so I I kind of, I guess I see you and I as being. Perhaps slightly more enlightened than, than some people because we've we've kind of taken a step back and thought hang, hang, hang on a second none of this is right yeah um, you know however you want to centrally organise you know your country it's it, it, it's all wrong um, and obviously there are different levels you know you've got like kind of North Korea and places and I remember thinking like if I you know if I was living in even 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 now would I be better off believing in government and believing in the state. And just think you know, and just in my own merry little world, thinking that oh they're doing the best for us and we need to be. Well you're in red
0: pill red pill, blue pill territory. If you're thinking like that, aren't you? Yes. Yeah, you so could just take it and then just
1: accept it. Yeah, so you know, who's the guy in the matrix who decides to go back? Wants to wants to Cypher. You know, yeah, yeah, of course. Joe Pantoliano. You know, yeah, he kinda of, wants to go back, you know, do, would you would you be him? I want to be an actor. Yeah. Someone famous. <laughs> someone <laughs> I important. Want, I want to be rich. <laughs> um, so you know would you be would would, would you be him so I've, I've been kind of thinking about that but also I've been thinking I, I don't I really don't understand how people could and maybe it's different but I I can't I can't understand people having kids in, in those scenarios like in North Korea why, mm. would, why would you have kids mm. um, I mean to be honest I wouldn't want to have children now
0: this is a I, I wouldn't you know I, I wouldn't want to have no, kids I, to, to, to grow up in this I I, I, I know understand. it's different when you have your kids I, I understand no but this is why I asked the question what did they do what did they say because I don't know what to say to my kids I am I am obviously bringing them up to appreciate freedom but I'm not you know drumming it down their throats um, they I, I've changed my language actually. Um, that we early on tried to insulate them from all of this uh, and just tried to get on with things. And obviously we're talking about homeschooling and stuff, so it wasn't easy. We couldn't insulate them entirely from this. Uh, We said, look, you know, they're they're having to close the school, so we're going to do it this way instead. It'll be fun. And we just tried to make everything an adventure. But because they then did start to interact with... Uh, other people when when some of the measures were lifted when some of the movement you know restrictions were lifted there just became a general term of either COVID or coronavirus being the reason for everything to the point where you know my five-year-old daughter would say when the silly coronavirus is over can we do this or something like that and I think even we started saying things like silly coronavirus and we tried to we've tried to downplay we've We've explained to them that coronaviruses are, you know, one of many common colds and, and all of this kind of stuff. They, they, they know more than most bedwetters and they're five and eight. Okay. And I think they understand it better than most of these, most of these people. I have no doubt. Yeah. Um, but actually, I've changed my language over the last couple of months and corrected them, if they say, because of coronavirus. And I said, no. No. Because of the government actions or because of the government restrictions. Why are we not planning you a birthday party in two weeks, five-year-old daughter? Because the government might not let us. And so I've I've started using phrases like that. I've tried to be as calm and as clear and as non-scary as I possibly can. But the kids know that this is because of the government restrictions, not because of the... Um, of the coronavirus, and I feel like that's the right thing to do.
1: I, mm. I don't, I don't want to bring them up. It is, it is thinking different though, this is normal. It is different though, because obviously when you had when you had your kids, it wasn't as you know, wasn't anywhere near as bad as no. as bad as this. You know, we just had you know, Gordon Brown or whatever. <laughs> oh, no, no, it would have been, it would have been David Cameron, wouldn't it? I guess. Um, or oh, when was, they were born. Yeah, well, yeah, 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 it was born. But uh, yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't, wasn't, wasn't that bad. You know, the worst you could have got was Ed Miliband, I guess. Um. But you know, would you have kids now?
0: Uh, it's such a difficult question. I mean, you
1: certainly wouldn't decide to have children at this point, would you? You wouldn't <sighs> think, let's 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 try for a baby. I think that is. You'd at least have to wait and see what happens. Well, but right no, look, I,
0: I, I respect anyone making that decision either way, and that's not me sitting on the fence because I, I think that many people, like. Like I was when I'm saying when I'm saying it early on in this, we'll just insulate our kids from it. We won't talk about it too much. We'll we'll keep people you know keep them away from the fear, because you think it's going to blow over, because you think it's going to end, sometime soon. Maybe, so, maybe
1: that's the difference because I don't I don't really see it ending there.
0: Exactly. And so anyone who's having kids thinking, that's fine. By the time they go to school, this will all be done with. I I have sympathy for that. I I really do. Um, I think. I think there's still a chance of that on in in that kind of timeline, but at the same time, I think that on that kind of timeline, um, there will still be a huge amount of our freedoms taken and not given back.
1: Yeah, because I mean, my thinking at the moment is that by you know, even if we're not under house arrest, if you had if you, if you if you decided to have kids now, by the time they're at school, half the country will be working for the NHS and the other half will be making <laughs> hazmat suits that your little kids are going to have to wear in their classrooms. You know, it's just... I've been, I've been black. I was recently. just about to say,
0: the roles have been reversed a bit here, or rather, we just kind of...
1: Go down, down, down. Yeah, that, that's no, where I'm you are. I'm not sure are. if we've hit kind of bedrock yet. Um, that's when we leave the country. Mm. When you tell me you've bought plane tickets,
0: or you're being smuggled on a ship. Because that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, you, you can't help... But think in those terms of thinking. Well, what if they don't let me leave? What 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 normally happens with these regimes? They keep you in, and again, it'll all be under the guise of safety. <laughs> it'll all be because we don't want you to affect anyone else, or it's for your own good,
1: for the greater good. Well, no, yeah, it's 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 always for the for the, for the greater good because that's where the uh, you because know, all these socialists and people kind of you know they talk about not wanting walls. They love walls. They just, of course. the are walls to keep people in, not to keep... Yeah, not to keep... Okay. Um, before this, uh,
0: you, I think, would agree uh, that the term fascist was bandied around a bit too freely to describe people.
1: Well, yeah, because it was, it was used to describe anyone with any kind of right of centre view or any libertarian, anarchist, voluntarist, classical liberal... Yeah. You know, any, any, anyone who and anyone anyone to who the was right not, of Jeremy Corbyn. Anyone who was not, uh, you know, the kind of the, the top left corner of the spectrum, or, or that believed
0: in free speech, even if they were a
1: left wing. For sure. Yes. Yeah, you've, got, you've, got yep. to be, you've got to be the top left corner. You've got to be the kind of the extreme left wing, extreme authoritarian. Anyone outside that was like was fascist. Yeah. And people would
0: call, for example, Boris Johnson a fascist, and it and it wasn't right.
1: I think you'll agree. Boris Johnson, Trump, you know, anyone. Yes. Steve Baker, these people, you know, the freedom lovers. What do you think now? Steve Baker probably comes under that category. but What do you think now?
0: Do you think Boris is a fascist? (laughs) This has been rattling around my head. The people now who who might say, and the irony is, they're not saying it, I don't think, because they love the authoritarianism of this government and they want more of it. But could you... or at least, if he's not a fascist now, do you think the future policies that are being laid out about the kind of level of control of the economy? I alluded to his speech. We never really talked about the stuff he was talking about, like the green stuff, and and the level of controlling the economy, the you know the jobs that won't be read. The te- what was it techno conservatism? All this nonsense sounds a bit fascist to me. Am I being? Extreme, no, but I, I, am I being
1: unfair. I, I think he's Am I being guilty of those things I've accused others of? I mean he's certainly he's certainly more to the right. But he's also more to the left. I mean he's just as is comm, it both? He's just as communist as he is, fascist. Oh, well. As well. Then, well so what's it, what's the term? Other than my I know I keep going on about my hard centrist and soft yes. centrist. But there needs to be a term that's as abhorrent as fascist and communist for these hard centrists, because hard centrist doesn't sound too bad. But they're extreme on both sides. Yeah, I mean the the, the talk of the, I mean the collective language
0: is is there for all to see. He, he uses the term collective all the time, doesn't he? At the moment, so you know what what is it? But this this idea that the, you are controlling the economy, I mean
1: that's 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 fascist, isn't it? Mm. Other than the bits that you have absolute control over, like the NHS, which is communist. Yeah.
0: So you're right, it's this perfect blend. It's hard centrism. It's extreme centrism. But even, even that I don't know doesn't what sound...
1: Doesn't, extreme centrism mm-hmm. doesn't sound too bad. Oh, did you hear... It's radical radical centrism. Oh, whatever. but did
0: you hear what Steve Baker described himself as? After caving.
1: Oh, I, mean, he's, he's been, I
0: mean, he's been a huge disappointment once again.
1: But he does it all the time. Yeah, he, all the time. He, he, he kind of says these things. That Builds would, himself that, up, that, where's that, the 1984 t-shirt? That would appeal to you, you and I, at least to a, to a point. And then caves. And then caves. He did it on Brexit... You know, with with May's, you know... With I might be getting the term wrong. Did he agreement. call himself... It was like the day after. Was it radical moderate?
0: Did you hear this? He was on, like, the politics programme. I'm, I'm not sure. I think he described himself as a radical moderate.
1: That's just an oxymoron, surely. It's nonsense. All of it's nonsense. Morons. <laughs> he just he just winds out. the oxy. Out. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I, I, so I was sceptical about his... When, when he wore the 1984 t-shirt and came out and said all these things, that am you know what, I'm gonna hang fire until yep. you get, you get to vote. And sure enough, Proved right. Mr. thirty eight percent or whatever. So yeah, I'm not impressed with Steve Bacon. Right, so we're blackpilled. <laughs>
0: we're being betrayed by people who describe themselves as, as in remotely libertarian. Boris is a fascist and a communist. We're ending this podcast. Well we, all, we want to leave the country.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I'm I'm okay, so let's let's go let's go back to America. I'm hoping that, I'm hoping that Trump will get in. And that all this kind of COVID nonsense will get rolled back. The polls say he loses by sixteen points. Yeah, but I, I think I, I don't trust polls. Who are they polling? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't trust. And they could, they could. I mean, it, it seems, it almost seems more likely that he's going to lose this time than he would last time.
0: Yes, um, for sure. But I think this might be of all of the poll upsets of the last. Five years. You think this is going to be
1: the biggest? Well, I think
0: this might be the biggest. I want it to be. I there was, want. There was
1: polls. Guy, I saw you retweeting a guy who I'd seen tweeted. And he said, "Like, I predicted this. I predicted this in 2006, and this in 2000. Yeah, I predicted Obama winning in 2000, way back in 2006, years before I predicted this and this, this and this and this." And he had like this. record. he's
0: predicted all of these U.S. things. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: Trump is going to win. This this one isn't difficult. Trump
0: <laughs> this is one isn't different Yeah, <laughs> I retweeted that with a smile on my face. I'm thinking, Please. Because right. at the same time you've got Andrew Neil, tweeting, uh, you know, everyone's saying that Biden's a shoo-in, and I'm
1: I'm still I'm still holding fire. Um, I'm hoping that people, when they come to the polls, are going to think, I can't vote for someone who's nearly dead, and then and, and just, just or, or Kamala you know. Harris, yeah, yeah, um, or yeah, someone, if he dies, what happens? Or for
0: someone that woke, you know, they they're really playing the woke card. And I don't think it's going to play well for them at all, despite the polls. So I have dumped my portfolio completely. So I invested for the first time. I've never had any money. Okay. We did, we did the house up with inheritance money from Caroline's aunt. Okay. We didn't have the money to do it. And I finally got to the point in my life where I've got some money. Uh, And, 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 I've been trying to convince my wife for about the year previous that we shouldn't just have it sat in a crappy ISA, okay? That we should actually invest it in the stock market. Or at least part of it. It's like let me play with some of our money, okay? And then the stock market went obviously because it was it was February and March and I'm saying to come on, this is a once in a generation more, opportunity. More. I I wanted, I didn't have the money, we were starting the company, it, we, we, we started the company in 2008, I had no money, we had no money, uh, yes please, um, and, and I didn't have even, you know, 10 grand, even 2 grand to dump into Barclays shares because I knew they were going to go up. This time I was like, this time I, we, we, have to, we have to do this, cheers, freedom and capitalism, <laughs> freedom and capitalism and rational long-term self-interest. lovely
1: fantastic
0: we've got to make the most of this now I said this last time in 2008 and here we are with another crisis now but they they might even have they may only be happening every decade or 15 years so we've got to do this play the long game let's do US shares and because I I can do that easily with the bank I'm with and um, and let's pick and choose and we'll come up with the rules and we'll leave them there for three to five years, okay? And we're playing the long game. I'm assuming here that it might. T- and this was me in in February and March saying this stuff might not recover for years. And I I think that's being borne out. Um, so I bought loads of I bought loads of shares. I also bought some gold. And some Bitcoin. And I you? bought uh, uh, crypto in general. I bought Bitcoin, Bitcoin Ethereum. Ethereum. Do you have some Ethereum, Ethereum. I bought some Bitcoin Cash, but then I dumped that
1: quite quickly. I bought Litecoin, and I've now bought Stellar as well. All right. You know, so you know, I bought, I bought, not that much, not as much as you, but I spent a few hundred pounds. Right. Um, and I, so I, I remember Bitcoin when nobody else knew about oh, it. Right. When it was worth woulda, like ten pence or whatever. Thinking, well, hence no, I've bought some Stella now, and I, 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 I don't trust this yet. And then, and every time it was like you know, and then I didn't even think about it. And then suddenly, after like a couple of years, it's like it's worth three hundred quid a coin now, I'm like three hundred pounds a coin. If I'd have invested when it was ten pence, we've all, we've all been there. Um, the number of times I've even read about it in mainstream media over the years, going, really should put some in that. So, and every every time, you know, I, I wouldn't. Look at it for months or a year and they go back to it, and then suddenly it's worth a thousand pounds. And it got to the point where it was like ramping up and ramping up. And when it was like sixteen thousand dollars, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna bite the bullet. I stuck a few hundred quid in Litecoin, in Bitcoin, in Ethereum. Ethereum. Yeah, um, not quite at the peak, but I mean, maybe it wasn't quite sixteen thousand, <laughs> but it was like close yeah. to the peak, and it just, just dropped off a cliff after that. I'm like, oh, and that's it. So I've never made any money. On this at all, so you at left them there. out. like anything, it's like money I can afford to lose. So yes, you know, I've just left it there. At some point in time, when I'm retired, it will get back to you know the sixteen thousand. Play the there long there. game, and, and I'll, um,
0: I'll get it then. I mean, I've made the most on the Ethereum, um, I would say.
1: But right, in fact,
0: since so, uh, but also since then, uh, for the last few months, I've been able to invest in silver. Uh, so I'm doing this through Revolut. Yep. Oh well, sure, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, great, great online bank. Uh, brilliant service. I pay for the metal card the metal service because then i get um, all my trades paid for so it costs me like 100 quid for the year but then i don't pay for any trades uh, now it's not designed for day trading I, I can't be there buying in the morning and selling in the afternoon uh, but it's perfect for what i need to do uh, and i did an initial investment and honestly i i timed it perfectly i'm not I, i'm not saying this is anything other than luck okay I, I I was prepared for it to continue going lower, but I invested on the something like the twentieth of March. This was right before lockdown. Yeah. yeah. And I, honestly, we were scrabbling around. I'm like, get me the money, get me the money. You know, it takes time to get the money out of accounts. I'm mean, just get me the money, and I'm signing up and I'm doing. I'm jumping through hoops to get this because it's doing this, and I'm going. It's gonna turn. It is. It is going to turn. I don't want to miss. It. And obviously, it's fine. Even if it turns, it's fine because it's already gone down a lot. I hit it perfectly. Honestly, if I show you some of these graphs, it's you know, it's like this. You bought then, and it's just gone up. So, I've made. I've. I've made a profit over this period of time, um, to the tune of about thirty-three percent.
1: Blimey, over like six months.
0: Yeah, that's incredible. On, on everything. Okay. And generally speaking if there's been some days or weeks where it started to go down again then my commodities have gone up and vice versa so i've hedged there as well i've i invested in tech stocks i invested i invested in everything and i but i I put some decent sums of money in things that were massively risky okay i invested in um in airlines i invested in nobody's using them obviously I invested in cruise lines. I'd say
1: ferries and stuff you were investing in.
0: Yep. Has anybody, I mean... Is, 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 Nothing's folded, okay? And the ones that are the riskiest ones, I've made the most on by a country mile. I've made over 100% on on those riskier ones. Wow. Okay? Uh, and these are places that still aren't able to trade. Yeah, you know, the cruise lines and things. Um, but also your Apples, your Microsofts, your Googles, your Facebooks, they've all all done tremendously well. But I dumped my portfolio and I've put it all into crypto and into gold and silver, Nice, all of it, okay. And I'm not saying I'm some sage, I've never done this in my life. This was intending to be there for ages. So I was going to ride out anything but I just want—I I didn't think far enough ahead to the election, the U.S. election, and my gut feeling is that it's going to be turbulent and that potentially it's going to drop, no matter who gets in. That there's going to be unrest, there's going to be, you know, cries of
1: foul play, and yeah, all of that. Um, no, typically. And I want to buy at the dip again. Yeah, typically, typically when a Republican or a Conservative wins an election. It goes well for the stock market in, yeah. in you know in Britain and in America, yeah. but yeah. Trump isn't your typical Republican. Exactly. So this is, is not your
0: is, typical election. It is different. Exactly. So I've, I've made that decision mainly. I'll tell you what it is. Mainly, I think the dollar is going to tank, and so I just don't want anything in dollars. So it's not, not that the the, the investments themselves sure, might not grow. Sure. I want to get out of the dollar, um, and we suffered. I, I my investment suffered just because of the dollar. As much as anything else. Yeah, of course, because the dollar hasn't the
1: dollar hasn't gone well.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So um, I've, I've more than made up. That's fine, but I want to get out of the dollar
1: until after the election. So have you? Who are you investing your your gold? So presumably you don't have your gold yourself. No, no. This is all done through Revolut,
0: and uh, and they're very careful to show you, to tell you. You know, you don't. They're not going to send you any gold. You don't
1: own it. You, this is this is like gold is, equities. It is, and it's probably like fractional reserve, isn't it? Presumably, yeah. where they're so you know. So I yeah. If, if it gets very bad, I would move out of that, and I would get some something that will actually physical physical yes. gold yeah. that will even if you don't house it yourself somewhere totally that will you know you can, you can pay for and they'll stick it in a deposit box in some hole in the ground in Switzerland totally. Whatever. Totally. Um, but you you want actual gold they can't get and I know it.
0: that that is still the net that, that bury in the garden or whatever yeah yeah. no I know that that is better than what I currently have although the crypto is fine obviously crypto is crypto is crypto do a whole podcast on that um but that yeah that's where I've, that's where I got I think I think that's going to be okay um and uh, I'm, it's not saying it's not going to go up and down um, but I've already made I've already made a return of 33 percent. That's good going.
1: That's not bad for six months, is it? It's not bad for six
0: months' work, um, and I'm I'm planning on doing it all again. I, I will invest again, and I and I still believe in doing this for the long term. Um, I still think there's and well I put it this way, those riskier stocks that still you know when people fly more and sail more and um, you know uh, going into yeah you know, there's events companies and things um, that they will all grow again. When the U.S. gets past this, um, so at that point I'll be I'll be back in there again. I mean, bearing in mind I I invested in things that I knew would be risky, but I invested in things that I knew would do well in a pandemic, like you know computer games companies and stuff like that. You know, EA have been like this, <laughs> um, and you know Disney and Spotify and, and Netflix and things like that. they've obviously all done well because everyone's stuck at home. Um, but enough investment, guys. It, it will
1: it will have to. I mean, it, yeah, you're kind of banking on it getting. Better though for some of these things because obviously oh, yes. now you know Cineworld and some of these cinema companies are going, yeah. going under now, which is tragic, absolutely tragic. Uh, I love going to the cinema. Obviously, haven't for months. I, honestly,
0: it was actually quite heartbreaking getting the email from Cineworld um, with them actually laying out this is what we're doing and why. It was heartbreaking. Mm. Um, it's heartbreaking. Uh, it's.
1: Uh, that that is of significant cultural. I well, know. Well, I I, I, remember, I remember I remember Dad taking us to the. It must have been like the ABC cinema in Peterborough and the Odeon. The Odeon. And the Odeon, there were two. I don't remember that, an ABC. I I we, it was an Odeon. There was there was there was, an, there was an ABC as well, which is a tiny little place. I mean, it's probably not much bigger than your TV. <laughs> um, you know, it's a tiny Nowadays. little room. You know, wouldn't fit. It's like being in a classroom. The first films that I it's remember... possibly before your time, maybe, you know. No, no,
0: the first films I remember seeing at the cinema, okay, were, honestly, I got taken when I was young, yeah. Um, Return of the Jedi. Yes. Back to the Future. Yeah, how old were you in Return of the Jedi? You must have been like three or four. Four. Maybe, was it 84? I think it was 84. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, so I would have been three or four that year. Mm. Um. Uh, one of the Superman films, Superman Four, might um, have been, thinking, so been Nuclear, Nuclear Man. Man. <laughs> yeah, awful film. Um, that was maybe a couple of years later. Yeah. Don't know. Um, but back there was Future. Yeah, yeah. That was eighty-five. That was brilliant. We watched that the other night. was oh, fantastic. Isn't I, it? I, we got into a time travel conversation with my son, and just got got the bug for it. And we've watched Back to the Future and Back to the Future Two, which is set in twenty fifteen. I know <laughs> twenty fifteen absolutely fantastic um so we've got the third one
1: still to watch the wild west one um what if they made back to the future now and they went back in time they'd have to set it in 1990 that makes you feel old doesn't it (laughs) that's
0: just that's just that's just crazy um but yeah that that's that's my cinema upbringing yeah star wars indiana
1: jones yeah i remember getting taken to the pictures as as, you know as, as kids as well um you know we'd we'd you know, I'd, I'd, throughout my you know childhood, dad would kind of take us to the cinema. Um, I remember when. Do you I, think cinema's dead? When I, I hope not, because I remember. I remember when um, they're building a new cinema in Peterborough, or, or they they started. Well, um, they used to have the Broadway, didn't they? That huge thousand.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, no, but thing. you know, um, uh, Queensgate, the uh, the main shopping centre. Oh, they're having one above. They're built. They're extending that. It's never been touched, you know, for yeah, because there are
1: places in there's like one in Romford where they kind of built a cinema above a shopping centre. It does really want to have like restaurants around there, so you can go and have a meal and go. For That's the their plan. Works. I don't
0: works know really whether well. they've stopped all halted, um, you know, building yeah. work or whatever. But I
1: remember. I remember when. when Would I you had to, build a cinema right now? <laughs> not right now, no. Um But I, I remember when I was. In my uh, when I used to work at Pearl Assurance kind of 20 years ago, you know, people used to I remember, like, you know, you, you know, you get like gifts from your team and the birthday and stuff, yeah. So I get like that, you know, that kind of big encyclopedia of films. I remember people getting yeah. me that, I'd get cinema vouchers because people knew I used to go to the cinema every week, um, you know, back in, yeah. back in the day, I used to love because there's something about you know, feeling the rumble in the seats and the sound and the everything about it, it's just an amazing experience. Um,
0: I haven't been since they've reopened, and that you know. That's that's because I don't want to. I don't want the nonsense. I don't want it. These things have to be fun, for sure. Going abroad, sure. going on holiday, um, going to the cinema, going to the pub, and going certain, for a meal. There
1: are certain things that I always say. Yeah, you know, I always, have, I always obviously get like a, a huge popcorn. I get a slush puppy because you've got to get a slush puppy <laughs> or whatever,
0: the, whatever the equivalent is. I, I would get however many scoops of ice cream you can get in a tub. Right, The yeah.
1: biggest box of, box of nachos that you can get. So I always get like nachos. You must have spent about fifty quid every time. I normally get at least uh, get one at least one hot dog. Oh, I spend I spend more on food than I than and, 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 than than I do on, on the cinema tickets. I have to have all that. Just, you are
0: I the, love it. You are the cinema go. You, you are the cinema company's perfect
1: yeah. guest. And, 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 and well, well done for supporting the. I you? always say you know you can always go in there and say can I have this like oh would you like the deal where you get the biggest size for an extra fifty p Of course I want that. I want the biggest. <laughs> Popcorn and a drink that you're never going to be able to manage, and but now,
0: Cineworld World and Picture House have closed their doors. I know, it's tragic.
1: So I was listing all the bad things.
0: Were you trying to come up with something
1: good? I've well, no, I was just saying that, that if you're if you're if you're investing, then you know I would probably wait a little bit longer because unless unless yes. things start to show that they're going to get better, yes, some of the things that, you're, that you will invest in that would under ordinary circumstances bounce back. If it takes too long, they're not going to bounce back at all, they're just going to fold. Yes, agreed. So that's like a really long-winded way of of, of saying that perhaps don't invest in cinemas right now. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Unless the small independent ones, apparently some of the small independent ones are doing okay, relatively. Right, right, Um, yeah. It's it's the big ones that are going under. Yeah. Well, you see, this is
0: an interesting thing, isn't it? We're kind of against, you know, corporatism. That's that's fair to say, generally speaking, because it tends to be the reason that these corporations exist is because they're propped up by government regulation and uh, and lobbying and
1: all this kind of stuff. And so the cinema industry, though, there's not there's not a huge amount of cinema regulation, I imagine, compared to like banking or energy.
0: Oh, in comparison, it's 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 nothing. Um, But the fact that you're saying independent cinemas, small cinemas are doing well, I. I want to encourage smaller businesses in general, um, and obviously a reduction in regulation to enable that, um, wherever possible. Um, so if this sees a renaissance in small independent cinemas, because there's still a demand there, then that, I mean that will be a good thing. I'm not saying that the closing of these is, is good, but you kind of, you get what I'm saying. That, you know, there's, there's something good that could come out of it potentially.
1: Yeah I'm hoping I'm I'm hoping that cinemas are just going to exist and that people aren't just going to think uh, we, we don't need them anymore because we've got people, I've got my 60-inch I've, I've got flat screen tv and netflix because it's it's not the same yeah um, yeah and I'm I'm you know I'm, I I guess I'm prepared to so there's a have you ever been to the lux in wisbeach no i think it's been taken over recently but it was I think the one where you could get sofas and stuff yeah so every single seat is is either a really comfortable armchair or a sofa so you can kind of you can go in there and get seats at the back it's it's tiered you have you you know you can have sofas so you can kind of lounge around with your wife Uh, coffee tables Um, there's a bar there so you can go down there and you can go and get a drink and then kind of take it. I used to go to the deluxe Cineworld in Huntingdon. Yeah, this is miles better. I oh, know, exactly, and that was just a my, yeah, still a minor I'm, amount. Still, still better because you can go and get beers and stuff. Yeah, because there's a bar. But this one, yeah. you can, you know, there's a bar there. They have a proper intermission where they stop the film and they kind of have the graphics <sighs> on the screen, and you can go and get more food and drink. I miss intermission. There's a number you can text. So if you run out of beer, you can text them and say, look, I'm at seat number whatever. Can you bring me a pint, please? And they'll sneak up and bring you your pint and your extra popcorn and your hot dog and your nachos or whatever. <laughs> and you don't have to leave your seat. It's amazing, and it's yeah, it's yeah, capitalism. Really, really. But that's just a small independent. Um, but that was a really, really nice experience, particularly for long films. You like watching Lord of the Rings. Yeah, you yeah. want an intermission. You need an intermission. Oh. Yeah.
0: Um, I want to end this uh, on one positive memory we had from our from our childhood. Do you remember when Granddad took us to see Basil the Great
1: Mouse Detective? I was thinking about that film the other day because I've been listening to Sherlock Holmes on, uh, you know, I've, 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 I've bought, mum, mum and dad bought me um, The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes. Audiobooks. Audiobooks. Great. Couple, this is a couple of years ago now. Um, and then, and I listened to those. And then they bought me The Hound of the Baskervilles yeah. um, more recently. But still, probably maybe a couple of years ago. And I was re-listening to them, and I thought, you know what, I'm I'm really enjoying this because I was getting a bit bored of podcasts. Um, Yeah, I just want not that you ebb and flow. Yeah, yeah, not not that I, I I was I was finding myself wanting to listen to stuff. A lot, you know, not just at night during the day, whenever I'm doing stuff. Yeah, but you can't listen to podcasts because there's just too much information to take in.
0: Well, and they're too political and they're too COVID at the moment.
1: And I just, I just wanted to listen to something that I kind of already knew the story or, you yeah. know just stuff that was like, easy to listen to. And there's a guy called David Timpson who's read unabridged the, you know, all, all the Sherlock Holmes stuff. So I was re-listening to those, got through them again, and thought I need to find more. So I kind of searched and searched and managed to find he'd done the complete work you know the complete kind of Sherlock Holmes um, oh you've
0: always been a Sherlock Holmes
1: fan yeah for sure favourite books ever um, but I managed to and, but I couldn't find it anywhere there were places in America but it would cost you know hundreds of, you know shipping would be like $150 or whatever to yeah. ship it over and and that was, and it would be some second hand copy because they weren't making them anymore I finally found somewhere on Amazon because I kept checking you know the Amazon marketplace yes I finally found somewhere who did them on the, he did like a, a new copy on Amazon in Britain. Right. Managed to find some from, from somewhere because um, you couldn't download them either. You could, it's not like you, could, you, could, you could have like a subscription service. But I want them forever. Yes. Um, I don't want to have to pay you know ten pounds a month for the rest for the rest of, for your rest life. of my life <laughs> to listen to these things. So I've managed to find them, and I've been listening to 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 that. You know, like in the evenings before I go to bed, and stuff, whatever I'll listen to a podcast, and I don't want something relaxing. I'll listen to some Sherlock Holmes, and I, I remember thinking. Cause I've been what since I've been listening to that, I've been watching some of them as well. So yeah. some of the old, so I've got on I've got on DVD all the uh, Jeremy Brett, Jeremy Brett um, Sherlock Holmes, uh, which are great, and obviously there's the modern Sherlock with, um, what's the not Remember his name? Cumberbatch. Better than Cumberbatch. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he is good as Sherlock. He is good. It's a good series. You it's, have, it's, you have you know, to give it's, it to you. It, 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 it's good fun. Uh, but i've been going but I've, I've seen that relatively recently so i've been going yeah. back and watching the old basil rathbones oh man and they're great as well i mean he's brilliant i was him? thinking right what what and i was looking around and i've just been searching for different people portraying Holmes. there was one with like christopher lee portrayed Holmes. didn't do a particular i mean i love christopher lee but he didn't do it particularly well. yeah um and there was uh peter cushing played Holmes. so i've kind of really? watched a little bit of him a few other unknown actors and there's Basil the Great Mouse Detective, and, everything. and I've got to, I've got to watch that, and, and maybe there's Ratigan and, and. Honestly, I
0: have such fond memories. Yeah.
1: Of I had this, do you remember the sticker albums. We had the sticker albums. No, I forgot uh, about that. Used to collect the stickers.
0: You and I have got to find, purchase, and watch together, Basil the Great Mouse Detective. Yeah, sure. And on that bombshell, let's call it. Thank you so much for listening. To sounding board with me, Nick Elliott, and my brother Andrew. Share us, talk to us, comment on us, do whatever you like.